1: Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my wonderful co-host, Mina kunlo Ctap. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So today we're going to do an on-air coaching call with Susie Salinas. Susie is the owner of Systems by Susie, a business that helps busy moms develop long-term, easy-to-maintain solutions to keep their homes, lives, and kids organized and stress-free. And we know Mina is a big fan of moms who love easy. So hey, Susie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. It's so great to be here. We're excited to have you. So tell us a little bit about Systems by Susie. Tell us about your business and the products that you have.
2: Well, I have kind of a two-part business. I have a services part where I do um, home organization, and I'm in the lives of busy moms, their homes every day of the week. And then the second part of my business is product-driven, where I have a few different products, um, the main one being my school memory box. Basically, all these products came to be um, from working with these clients and seeing what their needs were, and then not finding anything out on the market. So I created my
1: self. So you have a service-based business where you are a home organizer.
2: That's right. And it's really full service. So it's, you know, I go in and I organize people's spaces, but then I also go and do the shopping for them and buy the products that they might need. And then I install them and label them, take away donations. Like I do everything. In fact, most of my um, clients are professional moms. And so they are working and a lot of times they're not even home. So they'll leave for work and they come back and they've got a clean, organized space.
1: It's like, oh, the lights have sh- like heaven a shone down on your house. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, that's a goal for all of us, I think. Um, okay, so you were we talked a little bit offline, off air uh, about what um, your business. And so you were saying that you actually started your product before you became a professional home organizer.
2: That's right. I started by creating the school memory box because I found that I didn't have a place to put my oldest son's preschool artwork. And it just kind of piled up on my kitchen counter and I didn't know what to do with it. And I tried I tried a few of the products that were out there and they just didn't work well for my needs. So I ended up um, finding looking out on the internet and finding all the different options and then kind of tweaked it to make my own version and then when i um i gave some to my friends as a gift and they all loved them. And so I thought, well, maybe there's a business in this um, that other moms might have the same needs that I do. So I had like a mini shark tank at my house and I invited a bunch of mom friends over and I made my pitch and asked if there was something to it and got their input. And I had a really good response and they all bought the box. And so at that point, some of them wanted some help kind of getting caught up because they had big plastic bins full of their kids' artwork too. So I went over and I helped them sort through them by years and kind of fill the box and get them reset and a fresh start. And then they from there, asked me to organize their closet. And then the closet turned into their whole home and they told a friend. And so my organization business happened really organically as a
1: result of my school memory box. Were you always an organized person?
2: I was. I always had a planner from like the sixth grade on. I loved getting my planner every year and um, I was a teacher for a while and then I was an event planner and a wedding coordinator. And so all of those jobs, like highly detailed, organized, you know, it just, they all had the same um, characteristics that, and I loved working with people. So I kind of get the best of both worlds. Like I feel like I have the best job in the world because I get to go to work. I mean, I get to shop at the container store. I get paid to shop there. Like it's, it's a great gig, and it's worked out well because I get to do it while my kids are in school, so it's enabled me to do something while while they're at school, and I still get to do something that I enjoy and that helps contribute to our family income.
0: Amazing. And I love your name, Systems by Susie. I think it really hits you know, what you do. And it's really tells what exactly what you do. Um, If you guys could see us on Zoom right now, Susie has an amazing background. (laughs) Jacqueline, don't you love the uh, SXS? So systems by Susie, I think that it's a logo in the making right there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know, systems, I, I do so much more than clean. And like, I really, it's so important to me that I set up systems that work for the families. And so I ask a lot of questions and no system is going to be the same. There's not one size fits all solution. So I ask a lot of questions and I always feel like it's important to come up with a system that fits your natural habits that so that you can maintain it. And that's one of my biggest sources of pride is that when I go back to a family's home a year later, you know, these systems are still in place and they're still working um, because I really want to have a system for, for meal plans, for putting away toys, cleaning up, dealing with paper, dealing with with your school paperwork, you know, and always it's about making the kids be more independent and self-sufficient. So I always say, like, as a mom, you should work yourself out of a job one chore at a time. And you really have to set up kids for success. So if there's a place for everything, kids then know where to put their toys and where to put their shoes and where to put their jacket. But you have to do that initial organization and give everything a place so that the kids know. And then you have to Put picture labels on it with words. You know, you have to make it easy for them to do their part. But that's always um, my goal: is to set
1: up systems. So, how do you? Because I know a lot of people will come up with a system, and it's what they teach, right? If you had a course on systems, this is your these are your systems. How do you then change that or adapt that for families? That's a good question. Um,
2: I think the principle is generally the same, but how it's executed could be different. So if in every house is different, you know, the layout is different, but I do think there's certain principles that always work like open baskets with no lids is always going to be better for kids, you know, and for for adults that sometimes taking off that lid is that one extra step that makes it, you know, you just pile the paper on top of that box, you know, so (laughs) there's setting things things up where you're realistic. And that's going to be easy and convenient. I'm a big proponent of going paperless and emptying out your file drawers and, and using a scanner. But if you don't buy a good scanner that can do like 30 pages a minute, you're not going to do it. You're not going to take the time with your all-in-one printer scanner to scan every document. So I I kind of come up with the big principles of a system and then personalize it for each client I work with. But I do have you know, a system that I advocate for paper and for school papers. And, you know, there's a quite a pan organizing your pantry. Like the principles are the same, but how it may look in your home may be a
1: little different. So tell us about the products that you're currently selling.
2: So right now I have um, the school memory box, which was the initial product. And that is a keepsake box that's personalized and it's got a cute design on the front and Uh, customers can pick the colors that they want. And then it is a box that has file tabs, hanging file folders from preschool through high school. And inside each one, there is a um, a page protector that you use to store your school photos and sports photos. And then there is a, a school memory sheet. So at the end of each school year, you would have your child fill out or you would interview them and ask the questions of, you know, what kind of things they like to do at recess, what what are their favorite songs, just all those memories. Because if you don't write it down, you just won't remember. Um, And then on the outside of each file folder, there is a label that has the school name and the grade and your teacher's, the teacher's name. And it's set up then so that The system is set up through high school. You don't have to reinvent this every year. And then I have with the box will come a video where I explain kind of how I handle those papers coming through the door on a daily basis and where I store it. And then the school memory box are meant to just come out once a year at the end of the school year. And those are just for the keepers, like the very, very best artwork that you want to keep forever. And the idea is that you would one day hand your child their box when they, you know, move away from home, and you have all their special memories in one place. Even though it's a school memory box, I also use it f- to collect our um, family Christmas cards for that year, their birthday invitations, special cards from grandparents. Um, I have basically every all of their memories in that one box. And then they're not online um, right now. I'm not currently selling them except to my customers that I work with, my clients. But I do have like a desktop file box that I call the command center that is personalized and it has tabs and it's my whole Paper filing system. And then I have labels for your pantry and they all, um, and also for playroom labels for your storage down in your basement where you're storing your seasonal decorations. And I also have labels for kids' clothing. So if you have hand-me-downs and you need to keep track of those, um, I have labels for those. And they all have pictures with the words so that if a child wants to put away their balls, even if they can't read, they can see the picture of balls and know that it should go there. Um, And then I also have a chore and behavior system that I've called Super Choices. And that is uh, just developing daily routines and habits for your kids. And it's a positive reinforcement
1: system. And how about the mom, the mom memory box?
2: Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Recently, I launched the mom's memory box and the dad's memory box. And that was really, too, based on necessity. I'd be organizing some moms. And, you know, you have the cards, you have Mother's Day cards, and you have anniversary cards, and you have special um, pictures that your kids have drawn for you, and you don't have a place to put those. So I created the mom's memory box along with some memory sheets so that if you want to capture some of your favorite memories from childhood... In college, um, it's like a legacy box, really, that you can leave for your kids to find one day and to kind of read through your favorite memories or your Christmas traditions when you were growing up. Like, it just gives you a place to write that all down and then collect and gather your most treasured memories.
1: And so you're so um, generous that you you had actually sent Mina the kids memory box. And then I have the mom's memory box and the, the chore system, the choices system. So we were able to actually start implementing them, interacting with our kids and ourselves and sort of, and try them out. So thank you for sending that.
2: Yeah, my pleasure.
1: It's been fun, right? Mina, like our kids.
0: My, I knew which one I wanted to get immediately because I knew I had a kid that would be like over the moon about it. Um, The chore system is probably more for Layla though. She'd probably cry for the gems more than implement, right? (laughs) Um, But I knew that Suri would love that school memory box because she's so into organization and we do a lot of routine stuff with her because I don't know if it's a firstborn thing, but she's just really into it, you know? That's great. So tell us what,
1: where you're at then for this call, what are you trying to work through in your product-based business?
2: Well, I'm at a crossroads because my organization services, um, I've gotten really busy. And so I'm working five days a week and I'm expanding and hiring more organizers to help me. And I love, I love doing that. there's some months that are slower than others, you know, during spring break and during certain summer months, it can be slow. So it was nice to have the products to fill in the gap. Um, But I find that switching gears from services to products is a challenge. And it requires a lot of time and energy that at the end of a long day, I don't have. So I feel like neither one is growing at the rate it should because my attention is divided. So I really am kind of at the crossroads where I'm wondering if I should put my products on hold um, or just altogether, you know, get rid of them because they are a much greater source of expense. My expenses are much bigger for the products than for the service side of my business. Or if I just continue to grow my services and increase, you know, grow my team and focus all my energy into marketing and growing that. So I couldn't Ask for two better people to help me make that decision because I love listening to your podcast. I I haven't found any other podcast like that, and you two have the best ideas. And I feel like you're up on all the latest. So it, this is a total gift for me to get your input about what I should do.
1: And I mean, thank you for that. Um, yeah, I because <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have always had a service based business with a product based business as well. So I talk about it, Cuffs Couture and designer consulting co-op. And then Mina was a product business. used to do services like in your past, in your past yeah, lives, in my past life, but now she's, <laughs> but now you are a service as well as a product base, but our products are separate than our services. So mm-hmm. we may have, you know, it's kind of our fun projects. Like if you've launched Oasis Soap Co, but then she's also the product boss and I have Cuffs Couture, which was, you know, an accessories brand that I had that was separate than my consulting business where I'm not selling systems for my clients necessarily and like actual product they walk away with. Um, so it is a, so tell us what the percentage is then, uh, your ratio between what you sell for product and what you sell in terms of services. You don't have to give us numbers, but like the percentage.
2: Yeah. I mean, the products are probably 5 to 10% of my business. I mean, most of my revenue comes from services because it's really just my time. Um, whereas the products, you know, they just cost more to make and are a lot more time consuming. I think it'd be different if I had a product that I just put in a box and shipped. Um, but because each one is, is personalized and handmade, it just takes a lot of time and effort for every order I get.
1: And how about the percentage of, so you probably expected, but your costs, the percentage of costs. So how much of the money that you're making, let's say, from your service-based business are you putting into the products? That's a good question. I don't think I know the
2: exact number um, because it's been so kind of here and there.
1: Um, But I feel like, gosh, I don't know how to put a percentage on it then maybe that is just something like homework for you. So you can actually see numbers. Cause when you look at numbers, let's just say, I'm just going to give a round number. You're making $10,000 a month on service, on your service-based business. And you know, you're needing to put $3,000 a month into the product-based business. Like, is it worth 30% of your service? Like that you're basically, you know, 30% of the work that you're doing is having to fund it. Is that worth it? Mm -hmm. Do you see a return?
2: yeah now that I have the product set up, there really aren't that many costs involved in it because I already have all the designs and you know I get back you know I, enough um, when I sell the product. and I don't have to carry a lot of inventory, which has also been nice since the beginning. So I'm not investing in you know a huge amount of them and then hoping they sell, I'm making them as the orders come in. So at this point, you know, there's not a great deal of money going to it. But if I want to market the boxes, which I've never really done, that's where the money will start happening. Like I need to start um, paying for some ads and um, just my time as well, the value of that going towards increasing, you know, my exposure on Pinterest and, you know, a lot of things I just haven't done to this point.
0: So how many of your clients buy your products? So you, the ones that you organize for?
2: Well, it really varies because some clients I'm, you know, organizing a basement and so then you know, they'll, I'll do the labels as part of that. And if I'm doing a master bedroom closet, I'm not necessarily going to sell a mom's memory box. So it really does vary. But I would say anytime I'm dealing with paper, most of the clients, I would say probably eight out of 10 would purchase the desktop file box or the the school memory boxes, because most of the paper we're dealing with, as soon as we have the mom memory box or the school memory box, that now- a solution for 90% of their paper problems. So I would say, you know, it's a high number of people who, if I'm helping them organize paper, would purchase the products.
1: So you're coming in, you're coming into the job with, so for example, I just had my office organized basically. So I actually had a filing system, but I bought all the folders. She brought her label maker. So if you were going to do a home office or the kid stuff, you would say, I can do that, but do you have to buy this box to do it or how do you yeah. sell it? Yeah. I, I say, do you have a solution
2: already for you know this situation? If they already have something similar that's in a file drawer somewhere, then I just work with that. Um, I'll always tell them, this is what I created to help me with my problem. And then most of the times that the client says, that's great. I want it. <laughs> and, okay. they, and they have me come. I started a job on Monday this week and they ordered a mom's memory box, a dad's and a child's because they just didn't have a solution, didn't know what to do with it. So when I told them about mine, um, they were like, great, that that's what I want, and then they could pick the colors, and then next time I go back, I'll have the boxes. We'll fill them, and then now they're done. Like this huge source of stress and chaos for them is is contained in one box. Um, So I find that the, when people hear about them, I mean, I do get a lot of sales because um, people need a solution, and there's really not a solution out there.
0: Yeah, I think that when we're looking at all of this, we you kind of have to reframe a little. You're basically selling a system, not a product per se, and so we're trying to tackle it as if it was a product, but it's really a system. A, you know, I don't think that you should shy away from saying you have to buy all of my systems to work with me. There's um, speakers out there that have like fundamentals, and these are my pillars. And mm-hmm. unless you want me, unless you want to hire me for speaking about, you know, they usually use acronyms, right, or whatever you know, and then that's their system of teaching something. You're in essence selling your system and these are the products that you, these are your tools in essence, not so much your products. I would sell the heck out of them and say, this is my my three systems. Which journey are you on? So are you on the school box journey of you're just a mom overwhelmed with so much artwork? That's probably me. Absolutely. Um, Are you a mom who uh, wants to figure out how to make her kids more self-sufficient with chores and activities. This is where you want to go. This is my system. And then you can really hone in on what you're trying to focus on rather than going products first. You know what I mean? It's really hard to be like, I have all these products that you can choose from. But instead, you just start with the problem and go to the solution, you know, instead of the solution to the problem. Does that make
2: sense? Yeah, that's a great approach. I mean, I think that kind of helps direct the client as well to kind of what path they should go down. And I don't like not using them because I've seen from experience when they do it their own way or a different way, it doesn't hold up or they can't maintain it. Like I, that's the good thing about having so many repeat customers is I see that my systems work and if they don't, then I've tweaked them so that they do work. And so I feel like um, I like that idea because then I, I, I don't like leaving a house with a different system because I know, I know. Yeah.
0: Well, that's your unique selling point is that you have social proof and, you know, your unique selling point is that I figured this out already and it's up to you whether or not you want to shortcut this. Right. instead of like bandage up what they're already doing. I mean, that's in essence what we sell, right, Jacqueline? This mastermind to shortcuts. And if you don't want to use it, then you don't have to work with us. <laughs> I mean, that's like yeah, the mean right. way of saying it. But you know, it's just like your system that you figure it out and then you have this knowledge and that's your unique selling point. That's how you get from not being knocked off is that you sell you. You sell what you figured out. You sell your systems because right. they can make these products on Etsy and copy the design and everything, but they don't have the knowledge. By the way, I know I keep bringing up this background that Susie is against. Like, I you should just like put all of your money into videos. <laughs> <laughs> You, it just looks so amazing. And then she has such a great, you know, aura and personality on video. You know, we can see her, you guys can't, but I mean, I think that even like selling the system, having three videos that go with it, having a really kick butt instructional sheet and you're selling the system. And then like, I would love to have videos, maybe three videos. So it's not too crazy that I would watch with my daughter, sorry, the one that got the school box. And then she would watch it with me. And it could be a really fun one. I mean, your colors are really bright and, you know, and happy and everything. And even like your background and all that stuff. I think that you have such a great presence on video that, you know, she would watch the video with me. We would put it together and it would be really simple and really effective. And that's what they get with the value add of hiring you on. Like you should just tack that on. What do you think, Jacqueline? Agreed. So genius. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mina and I are so funny because we only say we're genius when we're like to, each, to other. each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, you two are a force together. I agree. <laughs> Cause otherwise, like I would You're never genius. say it about myself or you know, <laughs> we're not those kind of people. But um, so I, I agree because I am a person that I've been really focused on my business. I've got kids. I we had kids, you know, later and really had a lot of him on our own. And my husband and I often talk about how we wish there, like home ec was still a part of the process of school because right. there's all these things that we don't learn and technology has been advancing. There's just all these things that, you know, like balancing a checkbook. Our kids are never going to have to learn how to balance a checkbook. Not saying that we, anyone needs to do that, but it's that organization that like, stop, check in, stop, check in. And so I said to my organizer, I was like, I do need a system. Like, I've printed out freebies of like checklists, chore charts for my kids. I've done it. Do I keep it up? No. But when I got this system from you and you told me how to do it and then we had some conversations offline, but I love that we just talked about it and he said to me, don't always have like presents for them, right? Because what were you, would you mind elaborating? Because about? if,
2: as soon as the presents run out, then you have to keep it up. You have to keep that treasure box supplied. And a lot of times that's where the system breaks down because um, it's hard to keep that filled. And then if the kids don't want what's in the treasure box, they won't be motivated to work you know, to to do the jobs. So a lot of times it's just figuring out what really, really motivates them and then taking it away
1: so that their only access to it is through this system so that they're motivated. And that's what you said to me. You said, don't buy them anything else because then they won't be motivated. And you mentioned tech time, your kids are older, but my son literally, well, he knows where the remote control is now. He's finally learned how to turn on the TV, <laughs> which is not awesome. Um, and so it is like you were saying 10 minutes for tech time. So three gems, let's say would equal 30 minutes. So basically one episode. Um, so those systems, like especially you work with busy moms, people who are just busy still trying to balance their career, survive being career people, surviving moms. I think you instructing us on that is amazing. And giving like you said that shortcut. So I've downloaded stuff, but I'm never gonna put together this filing system myself. Like I just don't have time. And so I guess to just add on to what Mina was saying, there's a couple of things. I like this idea of the package. I like this idea of systems. So not only are you helping them organize, you're creating systems and so there's this training involved. So perhaps you could almost upcharge or, you know, there's an hour of training that's built into your package where you're not organizing, but you're you're paying that hour is sort of the training on how to use these systems and maybe there's like a 15 minute FaceTime call, uh, that they get within three months, let's say like, or a 30 day check-in or a 60 day check-in where they check back in and you check with them on the system. So it's like a, accountability where then you can, like you said, you get return customers. They can return to you for either an online service where you're talking to them about the system, how to change it. Their kids are getting older. Um, Maybe their kids are going from preschool to regular school and then they're getting into sports and that your whole life changes. And so mm-hmm. finding how you can kind of scale on that, by, but it's still going to be very service-based, like Nina was saying.
0: Yeah. There's this one planner called The Next 90 Days. I just bought it. It's in the mail. And they have an add-on on on their website that's $97 for a sit-down with somebody to go through on how to fill out that planner. Hmm. And so it's literally very simple. You're sitting down with somebody and they're saying, this is how you use the system. There's tons of people that don't like to read instructions, myself included. I will just try to rig something together if I can. Or if there's a video on it, which is why YouTube is so popular, they will watch that video. So I think that's really important. Um, in like, if you don't have that one-on-one option, you can watch a video or something, which is the second best idea, but having one-on-one time, people are willing to pay that. And then I bet you anything that is your avatar because they will hire an organizer to work with them one-on-one. They're not, you know, it's something you have to figure out if they're willing to watch those videos. Um, We actually didn't mention the chore chart too much of like how it's gems and rewards. I think that was in the pre-conversation. But one of the things that I'm so concerned about is building self-sufficient kids and having a system that is proven to do so. So, Like yours is, you know, they get a gem and they get a reward. When I first looked at it, when Jacqueline got it, because we went on a Zoom call yesterday and I was like, I don't know if I would use it, but I didn't know there was proof in the pudding, you know, whereas like I would invest in that because I would want my kids to be I mean, basically, they don't have any chores besides, like, playing with my hair. Um, I mean, I they're really (laughs) spoiled. I mean, but that's just because I don't like to, like, overwhelm them with stuff. You know, they pick up their bed. You know, like, I don't believe in um, making the bed is important. Well, that's
2: one of the things with the system, though, with the Chore and Behavior System, it's been that the parent can pick what jobs they want them to do and it can be a mom's choice or a daily chore that you could put on there and then you decide at the time you know what needs to be done but oftentimes kids can do a lot more than we if we think they can uh-huh. um, at a much earlier age than we think they can. And so I have found that the consistency, like my my kids used to complain all the time, every time I asked them to empty the dishwasher and they would gripe and moan and complain. And then when I put it on the checklist and it was a part of, you know, getting dressed and making your bed and brushing your teeth, and then it was empty the dishwasher. And we- Divided into thirds because we have three kids, and so the youngest always um, emptied the silverware, and then we have the top, you know, and the the middle child does the bottom. And they now they do it every day. No one even mentions it. It's just part of their routine. And so when you can be consistent about something, you can kind of add on more and more and take things off of your plate and put it onto your kids And with a lot of training. I mean, it's not it doesn't happen overnight, but if you can break something down, like doing your own laundry, to first bringing the laundry downstairs and then to sorting it, and then to folding it, or putting it away, and then to folding it, and then to how to use the washing machine. Like you have to break it down into steps, but then by the time they leave for college, you know, they will know how to do their own laundry. And that's the goal, is to help kids be self-sufficient and to develop healthy um, routines so that You know, they're doing it automatically without you having to nag them all morning. The checklist that has pictures as well as the words, you know, tell them what to do so they're not asking you. And then you just say, Did you do your checklist? And then that, includes all those other activities they need to do. I think, too, the reason it works over the Melissa and Doug tour chart kind of thing and the sticker charts is that the kids love the gems. Like, that's actually one of the problems is sometimes the kids don't want to redeem the gems because they love the gems so much. So they're invested and they're getting a reward or, not a reward, but they're getting something in return. It's kind of like their payment for it. So they'll, they're going to remind you. And so that That's the difference is with the magnet charts, they forget after day one. And so as soon as you forget, then the system is over. Whereas with this, um, you're, you're remembering that even if you forget, the kids are invested and they keep reminding you and they want to do the system. So that's how it is able to maintain over time.
0: Yeah, I think it's very important that you mentioned that it was developed with behavioral um, therapists. And I think that's something that parents struggle with. Even my sister, who her son has trouble verbalizing. She wants to hire a speech pathologist. She doesn't know how to do it. It's all those specialists that you think, should I get it for? Should I have my son or daughter work with this person or will they outgrow it? And with you, your unique selling point is that you've already done the research. You've developed with it. So, So develop the product with those people. So if somebody were to come up with these, this gem system on Etsy, they would not have the proof behind it to say, I've actually developed this with speech pathologists or with behavioralists, I guess it would be. And then that person wouldn't trust that person that much. That's why people can, will buy Tylenol rather than acetaminophen generic, mm-hmm. um, right. because they're willing to buy the name brand that has the the backing behind it. I think it makes a major difference. When you Put in that time and that research and that social proof. And then the people really, really are willing to pay more for that. Most parents are, I feel like. What do you think, Jacqueline?
2: Well, Susie, do you have any questions? Well, I wondered, so are you saying, would it be better to have this, like the chore system product as more of like a course or like a system and then the product comes with it? Mm Mm-hmm. And
0: you're selling the system, right? I okay. think
1: for sure. I think you got, I think you hit the nail on the head with the name of your business, right? So you have created all of these systems. And I think, even though this is the product boss and we talk about products, I think your service part of your business is so strong that that's your part of like the top of your sales funnel, right? So you're selling directly to these people. I would like to see you grow the systems part of it and the teaching of it. So if they buy the product or if it's online and there's like little mini videos, like 60 second videos, not anything long, like one to two minutes broken down into little chunks. If they want more information, they get to pay you to talk to you. Okay. They they sign up to work with you to really talk about their, their children and decide whether like you're going to kind of cater more to them. And that might be where you've got the product and they're going to buy the product. They're going to talk to you and that sort of thing. Otherwise, I think a lot of it is the people that you're you're working directly with. Now you said that you're expanding your business, that you have, you're now hiring organizers to work on houses. So it's training. So certifying these people in -hmm. systems by Susie. So they are, so maybe even the people you're training are going to pay into being a certified systems by Susie person. Okay. You can grow that locally and, and maybe they get a commission. So maybe there's like a small sales commission of as they start to you know, put these products into people's houses, they're getting a little bit of money for it. They're encouraged to sell it and not sort of back end it. And then this is something I think the depth of the systems can almost become trainings for you to teach people to do this all over the country. So like I'm in New Jersey, if my home organizer thought that this was a cool idea, she might then sign up for systems by Susie as a training to be certified in these systems. Cause people can organize, but you're more than an organizer and then all of a sudden, then she could be selling your product okay. to people in other places. And so it's it's like exactly what Mina said. It's a tool to support. And I feel like the growth is going to come from people learning your systems and then selling your product in,
0: you know, your little army that's around the country. This episode was brought to you by our new mastermind program, Holiday to Halo. You get the guidance of both myself and Jacqueline as your coaches inside an amazing group of fellow product-based business owners. Starting in September, we'll be getting a head start and ramping up to make a big impact on sales for the Cyber Five, which is Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday. Then on to Christmas revenue strategy and to boost your growth into the new year, We'll be setting your business up for Halo sales into Q1. We would love for you to join us. Go to theproductboss.com slash mastermind for more information. You're selling those systems, remember, not the products,
2: <laughs> right? And how much of the systems do I put out there on those videos? Like how much, I guess, do I give away of the system? None,
1: none. <laughs> like I think, I think that if you do any sort of YouTube thing, it could be a tra- like a, a quick training, but general training, right? Like, oh, you feel like your house is disorganized or what do you do with all this paper product? you know, I have a system that I set up and like, this is why it makes life easy, but it's general. If they buy into the product, they get little trainings for the steps. You get it. Welcome to your box. Watch this video with your kid. Cause you gave me and the chore system, a letter to your child, explaining it to them. Right. So maybe like watch this video with your kid and be like, Hey kid, this is what you're going to (laughs) do. That's how they receive information. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And then those are smaller snippets of how to use it. And it comes with It comes with purchasing of the product.
0: Yeah. They have to buy the product slash system. And you know what you should do? Your very last video should be where the system breaks down. I think that's so important. All the things that you were talking about, that is your special proprietary knowledge of how things don't work in the real world. Um, Those are the things that I would be like, I will pay for that system because I have no idea. I don't want to figure out those things myself. Also, you said that you're having your website redone, right? So yes. So talk to us about a little bit about that. How are you getting it redone?
2: Well, I hired someone um, to help me do it and really I wanted to be able to have a better forum. So I have so many blog posts in my head and I haven't been able to be consistent with um, blogging on different topics. And so I really want it to be like a one-stop shop, like resources for busy moms. Like if they want to go paperless, if they want to learn how to organize their photos, because everyone has that problem with photos or, you know, have kind of everything that we're dealing with as busy moms um, that's causing us stress, giving them some solutions. And so right Right now it's set up more as a category driven so that if you want to learn how to organize your kids or your home or your paper or technology, like it's, you click on that category and then it shows my blog posts, my products on that topic, and then also affiliate link products that what products I would use in that space in your home. And then also a gallery of the photos of the spaces that I've actually organized for inspiration.
0: Yeah. Um, I looked through your website. I think that it's more of a format of like a super straight up service base uh, because it's so, it's one of those long landing pages that's scrolling, 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 90% text. I think you need to lead with visuals. It okay. could be a video of you, you know, talking about something. It could be your products. You know, I feel like, you, us seeing you right now is, does not line up with the brand that's online. Okay. Um, And so hopefully the new website, when it comes out in a month, like I have a
2: video right at the top of me introducing uh myself. And then I've got a video explaining my systems and then I have a video on there explaining my products. Um, but I actually have been really shying away from doing videos. So it's good to hear you encourage me to do them because I think it's really scary to do videos. And I don't feel all that comfortable a lot of times. So that's good to hear that that's where I should go too.
0: And it doesn't have to be by yourself. You could have somebody interview you. I find it, you know, that when Jacqueline is there, I'm 100% more confident than if I'm by myself. So even having something like that where you with somebody. Um, okay. Also, I would love to see you do the SXS, you know, like you're building a brand systems by Susie. That's why you have to be the face of it because your name is in the name brand. Right. You know, I think that even if you showed somebody this, your layout of your office right now, it would help okay. to bring that online. Okay. And then also since you're going to have to grow into your brand you're building right now is basically yeah. what I'm saying. Um, because you have your products so that the journey, maybe start with that. This is what journey you're on and they can lead wherever. And then you can show them the products that you have. But then there's also the what Jacqueline was saying, where basically people can learn about these and sell them for you and learn about organizing. I don't know if that's something you want to do, but it's basically what you're doing anyways, but being kind of not fully in it. So basically you're moving forward on both of them, but you're not like manufacturing You're not going into manufacturing of these products um, because you're not selling products per se, you're selling systems.
2: Yeah, I like that. It's a good balance for me because it's doing what I love to do with educating and empowering moms to set up their own spaces. But I do like that component where you said have some kind of accountability because I think that's oftentimes why people hire organizers is they know what they need to do. They just don't have the time. And it's like a physical trainer. It's like if they show up, you know you're going to work out. It's the same thing with an organizer. If you've carved out that time and paid money, then you're going to get the organization and deal with something that you don't want to deal with on your own. And so that's been part of the problem with taking this virtually or to the online world is how do I make them show up, I guess, and watch the videos or, you know, if I show up to someone's house, it's a little easier than online, here's a video. Um, So I like that idea of
0: like scheduling calls with them maybe afterwards. Um, I loved what Jacqueline said about how you're more than an organizer. You're an organizing expert that has built systems. You're a systems expert. And you've done the research to back up all these products. I mean, you have to embody that. And you do. I just don't think you realize it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and it takes you out of the cost. So the cost of, like you said, having boxes in your garage and the papers, because at one point, Mina and I, before we sort of really dug in talking to you, we were like, maybe you should get rid of the customization of it. You know, like that's a huge cost. If you just had were able to print things out, you get blue, you get pink, you get purple. And maybe there was like an editable uh, Adobe, you know, something you could send that they could drop in their own name and print it. But yeah. to me, there was also this question of what would separate you from Etsy, right? So mm-hmm. I can go on Etsy and I can get printables that I could print. Mm-hmm. Do I do it all? No. Right. Like, cause like you said, we're busy moms. So it's like, I remember I, my son's first birthday, I downloaded all this printable like decorations <laughs> right. and I spent hours cutting out airplanes and things like that. So it's trying to save money. And I think I think what people are starting to realize, and that's why I think coaching and masterminds and all of this has become so popular, you could do an online course by yourself, but there's no one sort of holding you accountable to it. So there is a return to community and a return to working with an expert and someone teach like this one-on-one teaching because we're so busy. We were saying like, you know, like Google storage changes, iPhones change, everything changes so quickly. How do we even keep up with even keeping our digital information like up to date or reduced. Right. Cause now, not only right. now do we have paper clutter, we have digital clutter. And so right. you could tell me, Susie, like, I know that this is like an idea for you, but if you would sit down with me and tell me how to organize my digital, I could work with you from New Jersey to where you are. And you could tell me this is how you do it. And then, or it could be, and so it's like a one-on-one call. And then you could say, or we can do it for you here's my system. We can do it for you. We can teach you how to like keep on it. And if you don't want to keep on it, then maybe we can check in with you every three months or something, you know, have some sort of update to it.
2: And at that point, would I have like a certified organizer in New Jersey that would then come to your house and help you do it?
1: Is that what you mean? I I mean, I think so because I think the joy of tidying up, she's doing that now. Right. She has like a whole thing. I know someone who was trained by her, who's like an actress, who's no longer an actress, who was a stay at home mom that needed something to do. yeah.
0: And then she went and
1: became um, certified in that organizational process. So it kind of gives her clout. Um, but people can come in and clean up your house, but who's going to tell you how to keep it that way? Cause we're all like, ha- we all have our habits. Like you said, you were mm-hmm. saying you have, you have an opinion of open boxes versus boxes with, lids on it. That's something I don't even realize, you know? So if you put an open box, actually I do have an open box that we throw our shoes into when we walk in the door, at least it contains it all. Right. You know, that's the only system I've worked out in my front door. <laughs> that's it. That's a start. That's it. <laughs> but then you could come in and tell me. So I do think that this sort of certification aspect of it. So maybe if you're going to hire on, they may even need to do some sort of training with you to be certified. Okay. Eventually you can make money that way. And I think you, you have someone else that you work with that is doing a similar thing and we can talk about that offline, but that she could almost train you in that part of it, like certifications. Um, and then them being the people who help sell the system, which in turn sells this product that you've really worked out. Okay. Yeah.
0: Your product being your system. <laughs> I keep bringing that because I want you to understand you're not selling a school box. You're selling yeah. a system. People are not going to buy a school box per se, because they'll think I can just do it myself. Obviously your customer, your client is not the do-it-yourselfer. It's the person willing to hire. So I love this one saying that's like, I thought I was the Pinterest mom. Turns out I'm the Amazon mom.
2: (laughs) Pinterest (laughs) mom. Totally.
0: do it yourself her. the Amazon mom is the one who's willing to pay for what works, right? Yeah. And I think that that's the person that we call it the pottery barn mom a lot of times that she's willing to pay more um, just to have it done. I don't want to have to think about it. I barely, you know, like I could do it. I love being organized. I just don't want to have to come up with the system myself, but I right. want to by the system, by somebody who's already done the work. I don't want to just, you know, pat it together from stuff I found on Pinterest. Yeah. So I think that that's what you have to really remember is that you're more than an organizer. I think you should put that saying up.
2: Okay. Your, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. And then- I do think it is what sets me apart and I do think that not many people are catering to that busy mom who has more, they have more money than time and they mm-hmm. don't have an interest to to do it yourself. I'm really not marketing to the do it yourselfer. it's really the mom who can throw money at it and get that problem solved and then it's going to make their life easier and run more smoothly. So I do think that that's exactly the kind of client that I want to target.
1: We're new creatures. So I've balanced with how to go from a mom that was a stay-at-home mom with five kids who supposedly did it all you know, like Mm -hmm. she kept a clean house. She drove us around to like games, that sort of thing. And then, and then going to a career focused mother that had children come in. Like I had my career and then my kids came in, you know, so then finding that balance. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned is that you can ask for help and that, and that if you have the money, having, paying someone to fold your laundry, if you can afford that, you know, I moved into my house. We spent two weeks doing the upstairs. I did, I ran out of time for the basement. I couldn't stop I couldn't stop working anymore. So right. I hired an organizer from my basement Yeah, because I, I needed to go back to work. And so it is this new creature of mom that we're making our own money. We're self-sufficient. We need to be working. We value spending time with our children, right? And so right. all of this is like, this is how I'm going to make your life easier. You don't have time to sit around and print out all these labels. I will print right. the labels for you because you're never going to get to it. It's going to be another project that you feel guilty about that you paid for and you're not doing. Totally. Totally. That's
0: exactly right. It's also the mom that loves the value of being organized. Like Jacqueline, like I used to be so organized, but it's a mom that's in um, the season where she doesn't want to focus on it. So you're out of that season, which is why you've developed these products, right? You don't have the small kids running around. You figured out, you know, you're where we want to be basically. (laughs) And uh, we're still in it. My daughter's eight, so she's very helpful. Yeah. But a lot of times I, you know, the system breaks down like what you said. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you might have a naturally helpful child where
2: maybe yeah. second oh, yeah. in line, it's, it's the is not their nature <laughs> so much and you have yeah. to have other tools in your,
0: in your yeah. Life. And so then, yeah, just thinking about that, they have the money. They're not in the season where they can be organized, but they love being organized and they resonate with being organized. You know, like I love getting organized because I know it declutters my mind and then I'm able to make more money in my business, you know, like then I can enjoy the things that I really want to do. So I think it's that mom for sure.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I've also noticed it's the mom who's transitioning to a new season. So their kids were in daycare or preschool and now they're transitioning to school, Mm -hmm. you know, or they went from one child to two, you know, something that they just or they moved into a new house and they never fully got unpacked. It's those transitions and it's a new season for them and they haven't been able to get caught up or organize.
1: Jacqueline, to me. Jacqueline <laughs> it's all those chuck boxes. Yeah. I need you.
2: I need to fly over and, and have a little intervention.
1: But this is what I have to say though. You don't need to fly to me. That's the thing. If you could teach me your system, if okay. I could work with you and you could send me these boxes and you could teach me the system. Now yes, if I don't have time to organize my papers, I did have somebody here Organized for me, like so. Literally, I'll show you. Like, I have a whole filing system that I just created with an open top. I went to Container Store and bought the Alpha system that doesn't have a top. That's great. I know that I will put things on top of it instead of in. So if I can't rest anything on top of it, it needs to go in. So natural stuff. But you could train me on the system. Maybe if I had the time to do it, at least I'd learn the system. But if you had a person that I could contact, that was a. You know, a Systems by Susie professional organizer, or like if my professional organizer had that as one of her credentials, okay. then as I'm looking and I'm picking out through these people, I'd be like, oh, yeah, like I've heard about Systems by Susie. Oh, cool. She does this. Great. I found my match. Um,
0: yeah. How po- do you
2: suggest for people to find me? Like, what kind of thing should I be doing to grow that brand and as a systems expert?
0: Instagram seems to be your jam um, okay you have beautiful photos on there and you have a following like I saw people being like "I love you <laughs> <laughs> know if I've ever gotten that comment <laughs> on <onto> my Instagram. <laughs> Except from me. me. <laughs> yeah, You're a genius. Thank you, Jacqueline. Um, and I saw another comment too, that was like a friend tagging a friend that was like, this is the woman I was talking about.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, the word of mouth referrals have really helped yeah, grow my business. It, yeah.
0: You have such great photos. And i that's another thing, your Instagram doesn't match your website. And so I think that's a really good way. You'll just use your hashtags. You'll be really become the expert. Okay. You Will you know? I love what Jacqueline is saying. A way to a kind of a gateway into that might be just starting a Facebook group, and okay. and then having organizers manage those Facebook groups, so okay. they will they will answer the questions for you. So this might be brand ambassadors. You don't pay them. So, you know, would manage it for, let's say a two week period or relaying all those questions and all that stuff. And then you'll be able to fold them in a little bit easier. That way people can dip their toe into it too. But it's really essentially your brand. You are building it out. They're helping you manage. You have guidelines and uh, company values that they need to follow. So all of these that you probably have to figure out before you start bringing people in and then making your brands really, really, simple, but like solid, a solid brand. Okay. And and then, then you know what your products you're selling, your systems you're selling and all that stuff.
1: I feel like though, for example, stay local. So right now let's just, let's just stay local where you have control over the system. Um, and you're, have you hired anyone yet?
2: I have. I have a fulfillment manager and then she um, she fulfills all the products and then I she also helps me do organizing. Okay. And then I have a few other people that just part-time help me out as I need them on jobs, organizing. And are they
1: subcontractors? They are. Okay. So what you could do is you could do some sort of training system with them. So it's even like, you guys are my beta group. So I'm going to give you the jobs. I'm going to test this. And maybe there's like some sort of small investment that they do for certification or they're just your beta group that you're working through this sort of certification with them. So a checklist of what they're learning, they're on the job. You're starting to be able to explain your system to people who are going to implement the system for you. So you're teaching it to them. They'll go to these houses, they'll do it and you get to stay home, you know, and like sip your coffee or be on the Riviera somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so um, so you are going to want some sort of like uh, non-compete, non-disclosure. There's going to be sort of uh, some legal stuff you're going to probably have to get in okay. that they're working under. They're getting certified as systems by Susie, systems professional organizer, and, and test it with them. And then as that starts to go, you could then outreach to some, you know, I found my girl on Yelp and my girl, like... I found her on Yelp yeah. and, um, and she had a really, she had higher reviews in the small town that we're in. And so it could be that you start to branch out to other areas and you could go on Yelp and look up professional organizers in different cities. That's a great and idea. May, maybe not target cities. So maybe not like LA, not New York city, you know, places where people are pretty high level already, but smaller towns, maybe adjacent towns where there's commuters. And, um, or people who are starting to do well, like a lot of people are moving to Wisconsin, right? Like so many people, so many entrepreneurs I hear are coming out of there. Mm -hmm. Um, So where you're finding that like these busy moms are, and then you can reach out to them and say like, Hey, by the way, I don't know if you've ever felt this way for your clients, but I have this whole system. This is my certification program. You can buy into it. You'll get the certified systems by Susie. I'll help you build into this product. It's a way to make extra money. And it kind of just cleans up your business.
2: Yeah, that sounds good. There's a National Association of Professional Organizers, NAPO, and so there's a big network of organizers right there, too, to, to tap into.
1: It's a little bit of a longer process, this whole thing, but yeah. start with the people that are already yeah. working with you. Okay. I
0: like yeah, that. and I don't know if you mentioned in, this, in the pre-conversation or in this one how you did a challenge um, to bring people in, and there was um, 300 people that participated in the – art challenge or five day challenge. Five days to organize school papers. Yeah, Yes. I love that. I would not make that free. I wouldn't do it as a lead gen. I would make that as a perk of buying your product. Okay. So if they buy that um, school memory box, once a month you do this and you might start leading it yourself or something in the face closed Facebook group, and then you will do it five days Or eventually you could have somebody else do it and they lead that for you. And then that could be I feel like when people are doing things together, hence the, you know, success of challenges all the time, they are more willing to do it. I found that it unless it's you something I pay for or Jacqueline pays for, we're probably not going to do it for free. We need to put some money in this you know, skin in the game. So we're like, oh, I need to do this challenge. I paid for it and I got it with this product. And then I think that that's really effective. And then it also gives you a good connect. You know, they're resonating with the people that you've hired to do it and your brand, and then yourself, you know.
2: Yeah, it was really fun to do the challenge and meet people from all over the country. And one of the nights we had a sip and sort where we drank while sorting our kids. Oh, that's
0: fun. And it was
2: really fun. And I thought about offering one of those one a quarter because it's a lot less painful to do it when you're all together, you know, doing Mm -hmm. it at the same time. And so I thought about that to kind of stay on top of things if I did that once a quarter. So I like that idea of doing the challenge as well on a regular basis so people can join in and keep that Facebook group. But growing, and just to remind the people who've already purchased the product, you know, school's over now. It's time to sort through your kids' paperwork before the summer gets away from you. Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe your lead generation is something that's a little simpler, like something that you don't necessarily sell as a it's a system, but it's not something that you've got a box for. So organizing your home pantry or something, and like right. labels for that, and maybe there's a freebie, maybe there's a freebie download for that, so they can download it. You can tell them what Avery labels to put it on. That's a freebie. It's super easy. It doesn't really take away from your business. Yeah, great idea. And then they that's the lead in. And they're like, oh, this system worked. Okay, let me try this next system. You okay. know, that's something that doesn't interact. And then I think my last thing about your products is you can also have like moms host groups or like preschools. You know, it could be like fundraisers for preschools, perhaps like maybe it's something that you teach a course like a mm-hmm. kindergarten, middle school, that kind of thing. Or like you go in and you're a speaker on it. And you've got your systems and they can hire you for the systems. Maybe they buy the box because it's like a really quick little info thing, because there's all these things that parents are still wanting to learn. Um, It could be like special needs sort of thing, you know, like maybe there's a therapist that you go to and that you're, you bring these things to the therapist and you're like, Hey, I've got the system. I've got it worked out. I've got all the product. Could, could, do you want to host like a night for your patient's parents if they want to come and learn about this and I can sell it to them. So it's, I think you're the connector. You're the one that's going to sell it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And ultimately, you're not trying to sell the mom as much as you're trying to sell the kid in some instances. So it might be fun to do a sip and sort kids invited and they get to bring their apple juice or whatever, Milk you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Local is great, you know, too. Even doing okay. that, if it was a you know therapist, it would be a very low-key casual setting and they would be able to like bring in their big giant tote of stuff and condense it to the product, you know, version of yours. Yeah. So then, um, you know, it's something where you're selling them on the idea and then they're essentially the ones who make the decision on that system. Okay.
2: Okay. That's good. So I like the, the emphasis to start local and to start where I'm at. And it sounds like more the connecting, you know, being together with them through the process. Yeah.
0: And since you're already doing that, you might as well repurpose the content for your Instagram. Right. Okay. Like show behind the scenes, tag those other people locally, um, use local hashtags, all of it, start local, but repurpose that content. It's basically like built-in content. Okay. Yeah, that's great. A lot of good
2: ideas. <laughs> <laughs> floating that's a little. Scary. Like, where do how I start? But, but I, I love that it's a vision for where to go because that's where I was at with the crossroads: is how do I combine the two? And I feel like you've given me a great option to
1: to take a little bit of both, but in a new way I hadn't thought of because product's expensive and that's the thing, right? That's, that's the place we all sit where it's sitting in our house. We need to sell through it or we've got leftovers and that sort of thing. And I think that you're so directly connected to your customer that you have this, like you said, you can show up in their house and sell them three things who gets to just sell three items, you know, that are not cheap. It's not, they're not $10 each. So, um, I mean, they're not super expensive, but they're, it's a system and they're learning and they get that. So, there's, we did an episode and I don't know if it's going to air before or after um, this. Nobody one. knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> it's our one mess up episode. So if you've listened to it, you know, because we had to record it in two parts. But we talk about like what differentiates you as a business and you're so many of those things. What did we call the podcast? Was- oh,
0: competitive advantage. So yeah. instead of unique selling point because your product might not be enough to stand out on features alone, you have to have mm-hmm. some sort of competitive advantage. It, and It'll come out this Thursday. <laughs>
1: okay, it's coming out. So you're local. That's one of them. Um, creative, that you have the, connect, like it's your own personal network. So you have so many of these things that, and we don't need to be for everybody in the world, right? Like you that's only right. have so much time in the day. So right now you could grow a really solid service-based business. And this is sort of that added bonus to the service. And really it's getting you eventually out of the, You have a lot of ideas. And so getting you out of the actual in the house type deal, if they want you, they're going to pay high dollar. Like they're going to pay double probably getting you in their house eventually versus the people who work for you.
0: Okay. Yeah. It was just a matter of us pointing out what your unique selling point is. So you basically are a service-based business, but your unique selling point is that you've built these systems that have products that basically you utilize to execute the systems. And right. so nobody else has that. They There's not an organizer out there that has like three systems, research-backed, that have you in the system. You know, you are the expert. You're not the organizer per se. And you've basically shortcutted it. It's basically, right. you know, if Jacqueline and I were to say that we were, I mean, I always say we're coaches, but it took us a while to... Figure out if we wanted to call our, each other coaches or experts or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But you have to do it. You know, like you're, you know, that you figured it out. You're able to offer shortcuts, and those, that's what people are paying for. Yeah. That's, and I can
2: say confidently, you know, like you can spend a lot of money at the container store, but yeah. a lot of those things aren't going to work. So even though it's an investment um, to hire me, it's going to save you money in the long run because you're going to be able to find your things and the system will work and your kids are. Mm-hmm. dependent, like, you know, what's the price on your kids getting ready by themselves in the morning without you <laughs> nagging them. I mean, that's, that's a value to us moms.
1: <laughs> so I, I, like I said, I was gifted the, um, like the chore system. And I was telling Susie that the second day, my son, Oliver, who's five, literally took the list. I was like, Oliver, where are you? Cause he had to come for breakfast and he's like, I'm doing my sheet. And I he came to breakfast, fully dressed, hair brushed, teeth brushed sitting down, ready to eat breakfast. And he didn't need to get his shoes on because we weren't going anywhere, but that was on the list too. I was like, holy moly. I was like, you get yes. two gems for each one because <laughs> I am like floored. And then Susie said that her kids now, like you don't have to tell them anything. You're the last one to roll in. And I was like, oh my God, those are the goals that you have to yeah. be the last yeah, to have independent
2: kids who you're not <laughs> nagging. I mean, our mornings are actually like really nice because no one's nagging anyone. Everyone's done what they need to do and everyone's happy. And yeah,
1: I mean, it took a lot of years to get there, but the system is how it got there. So, But that's raising kids, right? Right, So I think testimonials also, and whether you can capture people on video testimonials, written testimonials about the different systems that you train them in. And that way, like if there was, you know, a systems page you know you've got my testimonial right here on the podcast about how the second day it was working
0: <laughs> so, I'm so gonna also, try to do a video with Suri. she <laughs> love it so much <laughs> that would be great
1: <laughs> so you know these and that you've you've tested certain things you said like 45 kids have done X and they this is the result they've gotten you know that you have because you're working with these clients one-on-one you physically have been there. You've seen what papers they have. You've seen what they've had to deal with. You've created the systems to do it. And you've seen the success in it. Right. So I have a rapid fire question. If you've listened to the podcast, you know, we ask these questions at the end. Uh huh. <laughs> um, so I'm going to ask you these fun questions. Okay. Okay. So what is your coffee order? I actually stopped drinking coffee this past year
2: because I just didn't like the way it made me feel. So I'm now a tea drinker, but it's just
1: basically black tea with little milk and sugar. Nice. What is the favorite thing on your desk?
2: Probably my Post-it notes because one of the advice I use for people dealing with paper is to write down on a Post-it note the very next thing that you need to do on that piece of paper. I'm really forgetful. So if I have written that down when I'm looking through my inbox, I'm like really quickly reminded what I have to do on that piece of paper. So I use a lot of Post-it notes.
1: Okay. There's right there is a video and a video (laughs) blog post. (laughs) That is just easy that they don't have to buy into that you can shortcut. That's right,
2: less. little tip. There you yeah. go.
1: And then when finish the sentence, when I pick up my phone, I I'm probably looking on Instagram, Instagram or a podcast. Okay, you wish you knew how to.
2: Uh, I wish I knew how to do like the really beautiful um, handwriting the hand lettering that's like oh, on my list to take a class in that because I label so many things and i I would love to have it look a little prettier than it looks.
1: Have you heard of the vinyl label maker that does these really cool letters for labeling?
2: I have like a silhouette machine. I have yeah. a vinyl one but um, and I've thought actually uh, as another product of labeling, you know, the bins, but um, for right now, a lot of times I'll just have the chalkboard labels and I'll yep. write on them when I'm at people's homes. And so, I mean, my handwriting's okay, but I would love to be able to do really cute stuff.
1: That's awesome. What was the last show you binge watched? I don't know if I'm allowed to say the title. It's, oh. uh, it's
2: uh, a <laughs> deep creek and it's uh, a, <laughs> yeah. do you know it with uh, Dan and
1: Eugene Levy? It rhymes with Ritz.
2: Yeah. and it's, sort of. it's our favorite show. <laughs> we binge watch it. In fact, we're going through back a second time because it's
1: just so great. Yeah. It's pretty hilarious. Um, what should the title on your business card actually say?
2: Oh, that's a good question.
1: Probably therapist because I
2: think when you're organizing, <laughs> it's a lot of other stuff besides just organizing. I mean, I become really good friends with almost every client because, you know, you're they're showing me their uh, most embarrassing space and trusting me with that. And I'm really not judgmental. Like I, I don't, I get it. So um, it's a lot of therapy of why are you holding on to this stuff and who gave it to you? And, you know, does this make you happy? It's a lot of talking through a lot of issues. So probably therapist.
1: I agree with that one. That's great. <laughs> and then do you have an alter ego or stage persona? Okay. What do
2: you mean by that? Can you give me an example? So
1: like Beyonce has Sa- Sasha Fierce since she has to go on stage. For me... <laughs> when I have to like really come up against stuff, I call myself a dragon slayer. So like I imagine myself like slaying dragons, which lets me get through hard challenges. <laughs> you may not have one.
2: <laughs> oh, it's hard. I don't actually. Um, one thing though that I do repeat like a mantra is I've adopted from you guys of like failing fast um, because I am such a perfectionist by nature. And so for a lot of times for me, it's hard just to put something out there. And uh, so that is something I kind of repeat to myself about just kind of be fearless and put it out there and it doesn't have to be perfect.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I do have an additional question. So, Jacqueline, I impromptu added on a question on last week's episode. If you didn't listen, now I know. Um, <laughs> Not on my list. <laughs> so, usually, Jacqueline and I will go back and forth, and we'll call like the old version of ourselves, baby Jacqueline or baby Mina, because entrepreneur years we've heard is are like dog years. You know, you learn so much so quickly. And so, what would you tell baby Susie? as Susie now in your previous journey or your journey so far of being an entrepreneur?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I did listen to that. And I I thought his answer was a good one. Um, I think for myself, it would be like, just go for it. I think I've been so hesitant. I kind of take for granted the things I know. um, And I didn't know that they were of value to other people. And so I felt weird charging for my services because for me, organizing was fun. Like I would I would do it for free. Um, So I think I would tell myself to just kind of know your value and charge what you're worth and and go for it. Like, don't be so scared to put yourself out there into the world. Yeah, I love it.
1: So tell our
2: listeners how they can find you. Well, on Instagram and Facebook, um, it's at Systems by Susie. And Susie is spelled S-U-S-I-E. And um, my website is com. And like I said, in about a month, that whole website will be revamped. But on my website, I have an online shop where you can see the products and order them. And there's lots more information you know, about them on the website.
1: And we'll list all of that in the show notes below, including where to see the product on your shop page. So thank you so much for joining us on an episode of The Product Boss and thank you to our listeners.
0: This episode was brought to you by our new mastermind program, Holiday to Halo. You get the guidance of both myself and Jacqueline as your coaches inside an amazing group of fellow product-based business owners. Starting in September, we'll be getting a head start and ramping up to make a big impact on sales for the Cyber Five, which is Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday. Then on to Christmas revenue strategy and to boost your growth into the new year, We'll be setting your business up for Halo sales into Q1. We would love for you to join us. Go to theproductboss.com slash mastermind for more information. Loved this episode of the Product Boss Podcast?
1: Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We would so appreciate it.